Call it. Welcome to the Colin with Colin show where you get to call in from anywhere in the world and ask Colin Wayne any question that you want. I'm your co-host Digital Jeff and on today's episode we have Stephen Kane. Stephen is an artist and the founder of Phantom Airwaves, an audio production company out of Huntsville, Alabama. I wanted to bring Stephen on the show because he's dealing with a scenario that many artists go through. How do you scale your business when you are the business? Obviously you can't clone yourself or can you? In today's episode, we're going to answer specifically that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Stephen P.R. Kane to the show. Hey, Colin. Um, I am a sole proprietor for a company called Phantom Airwaves, and we are an audio production company located in Huntsville, Alabama. I have a question for you, actually a couple. Um, my first question for you is um, being a sole proprietor and um, relying on myself to build this company, how can I grow to become a LLC or a larger scale company and trust employees to do my job as good as I do and um, grow into a larger business? So I guess first off, you can absolutely go single member LLC. Um, what I do personally, and I'm, I'm not one to give legal advice, but I can tell you how I'm kind of structured um, as an S Corp, uh, which is kind of the holding company for multiple LLCs that are underneath that. And so these are single member LLCs um, that are basically like a K-1 pass through. Uh, the beauty behind it is if, uh, let's say a company underneath this umbrella corporation does uh, a lot of revenue and another one is a new company and I'm investing a lot back into it, uh, those are all pass-throughs to the corporation level, so you can balance itself out, and it's a way to kind of um, minimize and mitigate risk, liability, uh, as well as taxes uh, from you know, being able to have that negative from a, a hyper-growth business and still be uh, cash flow positive. For your question about when to transition, I mean, that's, that's kind of like, where are you wanting to take this? Is this a hobby or is this like a career move? Um, and then I would look at, uh, after, after asking yourself that same question, I would talk to like your CPA or some type of accountant to see what does that look like from a, a tax standpoint to make sure that you're you know, able to financially come out on top for this. So I think that's first part of your question. The second part was about like, what can I do to scale um, and, and find more members that you can hire that's gonna basically take you out of the business um, or replace it so you can focus on your zone of genius. Is that kind of accurate? Exactly, yes. I think the easiest answer to that is look at this as a holistic view of time, effort, energy, reward. What are you doing every single day that doesn't move the needle? Find these tasks, write down five to 10 every single day. I'm doing this for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And at that point, it could be something where it's like, all right, 
if I were to focus on my zone of genius, which is X, you being a producer, an artist, um, networking, if I were to do that, I could scale my business and really move it to another level, but I'm stuck in the same spot because I'm doing these type of micro tasks, making sure the website functions, going and prospecting, uh, writing contracts. I'm, you know, as a single member uh, and, and like a sole owner, I've been there, man. Like I've had to wear so many different shoes. Like I was, uh, uh, I was doing manufacturing. I didn't know shit about, you know, cutting steel parts and I still really don't, but I know enough to, un I guess, comprehend it and enough to go in and say, all right, I'm going to hire somebody that's a lot smarter at this so that I can go back and focus on um, really what's going to move the needle. So what my suggestion is to you and to really anybody listening right now is to think about what are you truly gifted at and soul search and understand like what is in the best needs for the business. Let me, for me, at some point, I would love to hire a CEO to step in and take Redline to a level that I've never been able, to, that, that, that I have never been. I want to hire where I want to go, not where I'm at, where I want to go. And so that I can step back and say, okay, really, I love concept to reality. I love being a visionary. I love branding, marketing. Um, I love networking with high level uh, influencers, celebrities, you know, going on talk shows and really moving the needle that, that way. So instead of being focused on P&Ls and boardroom meetings and major decisions like that, that are constant stressors, um, I would rather what's in the best needs of the business. And that would be me transitioning at some point to another role, but there's always like levels to it. So easily first steps for you trying to hire your first, you know, part-time, full-time person, figure out like literally left column, right column, what are you good at? What do you exceed at? And then top five items on either, on, on like the column that you really isn't going to move the needle. I would shift it to, let me find a position to do these top five things. So then that time allocation can now go to things that are truly going to move you to the next level. With that being said, now that I'm growing and I'm making sort of a buzz around town and I'm getting a lot of business, I'm getting a lot of uh, response from people saying that they can help me out. Um, but the only catch is, is that they're asking for equity of the company. Now, the only reason why it seems tempting to me is because I'm in a position where I'm, I can't afford a CPA or I can't afford a lawyer um, right now. Um, and I know I need to save up and grow, but um, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a good idea to give out any equity to my company at all or, or you know, how Landshark works. You know, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know how you feel about that. So I would say, where do you see this company five years from now? I see it. I know my goal in five years is to at least have the number one reputation. I want my SEO to pop up in Atlanta, Nashville, surrounding cities. But my goal is to have not necessarily a franchise, but to have certified studios in other areas of the nation um, to be able to record people locally and then send me the work or send Phantom Airwaves the work that they record at these certified studios. Not necessarily a Phantom Airwaves studio. It could be 
famed studios in Florence, but they're, since they're certified by Phantom Airwaves, um, an artist can trust that they can go there and get a good quality sound and know that they can get the editing and the mastering done correctly at Phantom Airwaves without leaving their town. Um, I know that was a little lengthy for a five-year projection, but that's essentially my goal. So I guess let me ask you this, like where I'm trying to frame everything is what looks like, what is stopping you today? And like, what are they going to do to help you hit that five-year roadmap? Because if it's only financial um, constraints, those constraints are within your mind, truly. Like these are just small little stepping stones of, you know, I, I like to say no is numerous opportunities. You just looked around things the wrong way or you asked the wrong person or the value that you can contribute personally isn't what the market is currently paying. So you're going after the wrong people. Um, so you have to reframe your mindset. Um, if I would say this, the only reason I would ever partner with somebody at early stage is if they can provide value to your vision outside of monetary uh, compensation on the front end, what can they do five years from now that's gonna help you move that needle and accomplish that big holistic goal? And if they're not gonna be there five years from now and help you see that vision come to fruition, you don't need them. Do it yourself. I hear it, I hear it. And, um, and that's awesome um, that you said that it brings up, a, I guess, a, my new last second question, if we have time. Um, how how do you go about I have a guilty conscience a lot, like I'm a very nice person. I, I believe I have a good heart. You know, I want the best for others. How do you go about separating personal from business without being rude or insulting to another person? Be straightforward, man shoot them straight, don't bullshit them, hit them from the very beginning. I think there's also like um, Gary Vee talks about it, jab, 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 right hook, give, 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 take. At some point you have to take, you have to take care of you. Um, I don't hire family members for that reason. I Just like you, man, I'm a nice guy, super genuine, but I'm always a straight shooter. And I'll hold very, very high standards and accountability and myself even further than I would ever ask my employees. So with that said, like I would always just be like, look, dude, you're my friend, but I got a business to run. I have rent that I got to pay for electricity. Like I, I, I'm, you know, I think at some point now, if they're going to move the needle for you, there's a lot of stuff that I do for free on the front end, because I know the value. I'm going to give them a taste, right? Like, Landing 50 plus magazine covers, I never charged a publication, uh, but I always knew the end goal. The end goal was if I'm constantly relevant, if I'm on the cover of Men's Fitness, Muscle and Fitness, Ironman, um, you know, all of these publications, I can now charge more to, for sponsorships, right? And so I was looking at the equation different than most fitness models, where they're looking at it from, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to charge this talent fee, but that's how I was on the cover of so many different things is value perspective. So if it's a talent person, shit, give them a, give them a small taste of it. Hey, here's a quarter. I'm going to shoot this for you and know that they can actually pay for it. If not, don't waste your time with it. Unless you're seriously passionate about it and you have nothing else to do, 
and you just want to help this guy out because I know how your heart is, but people will take advantage of you, man, and, and, and set a clear standard. I, I will not f with you unless this is my quality. If I put my name on it, this is where it's going to be. I'm willing to do this on the front end and give them a small cut. If you want to finish this, this is what it's going to look like and be transparent from the very beginning. Um, with what that looks like. And I would also say, hey, back to your other question about the equity side, ask the hardest questions at the beginning. What does this look like on an exit? What does this look like on dissolution? What does this look like uh, if we go into bankruptcy? Ask the questions that are extremely uncomfortable uh, because transparency is key. And if you're wanting to form like a true relationship with whoever this investor is, um, they have to see eye to eye with you. They have to believe in you and know where that vision can go. Um, and without that transparency, man, it's, um, I think that's the number one key because they'll see what's in your heart. They'll know that you're pouring into it. And in theory, you know, if they respect you, they should respect your craft enough to know I'm going to take care of him. This is what he does. I want to support him. It's just like you helping us out, right? And you're like, Colin, man, I don't, I don't want your money, brother. You, like, I want to take care of you. What did I do? You handed me some money, man. Because I, I, I can respect you, man. There's so many people out there that just want to take advantage of people. When you have respect for somebody or when, when somebody starts a business, the number one thing that happens is, hey, can you hook me up with this? No. If you want, support me, right? Support my business because it takes, that's what we're doing. This is a leap of faith. And, and so many people don't get behind other people that are trying to go after, you know, and, and launch their career. But to me, it's disrespectful because I respect you enough to know that you're, you're, you spent time on this. And even if you wanted to do it for free, I wouldn't let you because there's enough love and respect. And even if I didn't know you and you were just genuinely just trying to help me out, I would still return the favor. And it may not even be monetary. It, it could be where I'm going to give you a massive shout out on this YouTube channel or on this podcast. And that's going to get you thousands of clients. And I just know that it will. You know, so, so it's, it's kind of like, the, but it's all uh, around value. And when you've got respect, just keep that transparency um, and, and make sure you don't get taken advantage of, man. Shoot them straight. And it may be that you have to kind of, it's, it, it can be uncomfortable because you are um, an approachable guy, good energy, a straight shooter, you know, but people will take advantage of that. Don't let them. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's great advice. And I appreciate you taking time to like hear me out and listen to these questions. Um, I, um, I essentially had just those two at first, but that one last one kind <clears> of <throat> sprung into my mind. So um, I really appreciate you taking the time to answer these questions for me. Absolutely, brother. Hey, I got one last question for you. When you're dead and gone tomorrow, what do you want to be remembered for? <sighs> my, um, man, um, I, I, my character, uh, you know, I, I want to be remembered as, I, I mean, okay, uh, straight up, like I want to be remembered for my talent and uh, my music, my, 
you know, whatever I've been creating right now, I want to be remembered as the badass producer that was in Huntsville. Like, you know, rest in peace, PR. Mm. He was dope, you know. Mm. Um, and, and that might be kind of selfish to say, but, um, you know, as well as like, you know, and he's a good guy. <laughs> All right, guys, if you got value from this episode and you loved it, then do me a solid favor. If you haven't already, be sure to leave us a five-star review. It's a simple ask and it helps us spread our show to so many new viewers. If you also got value from this and you wanna see it on video, go to our YouTube channel, Colin Wayne. You'll see the show, Colin with Colin. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, a brand new episode is here just for you. If you wanna be on the show, go to invite.millionairecreator.com and you could potentially be on the show. Lastly, if you got value from this and wanna share it with your friends and family members, we'll be randomly selecting those that tag us and posting it across my social channels. So thanks again for your support. We look forward to seeing you on a future episode of Colin with Colin.